Now, we have a sponsor today. We do. We do, yes. Do you drink wine? You drink yes, wine. Yes, I do. Wine. I'm from uh, the yeah. Wine Country, California. Yeah, Wine Country, California. Uh, well, uh, our sponsor for the show today is CWO Designs. Uh, their dot com is CWODesigns.com. And again, that's CWODesigns.com. Uh, they do custom uh, woodworking. Oh, nice. uh, and uh, one of the things, uh, what, what I was exposed to with them is that they do these wonderful wine uh, bottle holders. Mm. And they use uh, uh, fantastic materials, cedar wood and copper piping, and they do these custom designs. Uh, and uh, uh, their uh, their wine bottle holders are very unique. They have wall mounted, they have a countertop, um, and they do everything from like napkin holders and chopstick holders. Uh, but uh, it, it's just a fantastic company, and uh, I'm glad they're a sponsor today. Uh, but uh, cwodesigns.com, and that's designs with an S on the end. Uh, and uh, check them out, there, uh, John. It's uh, they, they, they do a fantastic job, and they do uh, custom work. Whatever you need, um, they'll take requests. And uh, uh, but everything is done uh, American-made. Nice. I guess that's important nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, cwodesigns.com. Check those guys out. Uh, Today, John and I uh, are back, uh, uh, a brief vacation, although it didn't seem like it, huh? It was, that was great. Yeah, I don't know. Do you count the, uh, the time in the county jail as a vacation? Well, you know, uh, for me picking you up, no, oh. uh, but uh, uh, no, but we were, uh, we were a brief hiatus. Uh, uh, thanks to Podbean for that wonderful uh, timed uh, publishing uh, 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 app that they uh, provide to us for our podcast. Uh, but John, welcome back to the studio. Thank you. John Good to be and, back. Yeah, John and I are going to uh, uh, deal with, not deal with, we're, we're happily deal with uh, our, uh, our listener questions. I've been, uh, as I was saying to John earlier, we, I've been remiss in answering uh, those on uh, on the podcast. So we are back in the studio. We're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, mention. Um, I got I got ten. I think yeah, ten. Let's see here. Yeah. But the first one I want to mention is uh, 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 thank you to uh, uh, iTunes. iTunes is, of course, the coveted um, uh, review. Uh, Everybody, uh, if you want new and noteworthy, you got to have all these reviews and so on and so forth. But um, it's always great to see new iTunes reviews. But what I want to, I want to thank JJ and the moniker he had. I thought was uh, cool. It was JJ Hall in the Mail. Mm. I'm assuming he's a postal service <laughs> worker, uh, but uh, but uh, JJ, thank you. I said great podcast. Love the stories of working in Vegas. Um, uh, we do too. Uh, we have uh, we still have quite a few. Uh, I don't know if the subject of Vegas is finite, but uh, we're still going. Yeah, we like telling the stories now. I think yeah. at the time that we we lived through some of those, we didn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there were no stories told while we were working there, except the stories of uh, of I want to quit. Uh, but uh, uh, the first one is from WordPress from Stephen, uh, and uh, uh, some of these are I you know I paraphrased, but I did the best I could. Uh, Stephen from WordPress said uh, such a good article on the architecture of Vegas. That was John's oh, article you. Uh, you, uh, for our our blog, which again is. Um, uh, com. You can also go to our.com and uh, connect to our blog. Uh, John uh, uh, periodically often writes articles for us as well as uh, I do. You can also check in uh, our blog for every, weekly for everything that we discuss on the podcast. Uh, and I link, I do hyperlinks for all of the, uh, all of the subjects. However, Stephen says, such a good article uh, uh, on the architecture of Vegas. What shapes are next? Yeah, that's interesting because you know we were talking about the 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 change from the the illusion, yes. right? Because we had things that were. I mean, in fact, it was funny is I, I I don't think I pointed it out in that article, but uh, when I was looking at the old dunes and they had they had the the guy you know they had the character uh, who would today would would probably be branded as a terrorist. Yes. Um, but anyhow, it was, you know, it was basically, you know, it was Aladdin in the 40, and, and, you know, uh, it was, you had the Aladdin, you had the dunes, yeah. you had things that were fantasy. And right. then we've kind of gotten into the real world because yeah. we have the Venetian, you got the Bellagio, the Paris, Monte Carlo, these are all real places. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, and we're looking at what is c- coming up. We, we have right. this Asian theme resort. Are they ever going to finish it? Right. Uh, you know. Well, you know, they have construction issues. Uh, uh, it used to be Echelon. Right. Uh, it's down by, uh, it's down on North, uh, as you 
proceed north on Las Vegas Boulevard, um, uh, across from essentially the Sahara Hotel. Right. Um, and uh, it 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 was unfortunately has been sort of a black spot on the on the Las Vegas Boulevard for quite a while. It has changed hands, I think, upwards of five different times. Yeah. Um, but a, a Chinese contingent uh, has has taken it over, and uh, construction has. Has begun. I mean, you know, the shovels were, were jammed into the ground, but they have they have some issues um, from the previous construction uh, financing. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to continue. Yeah, or not. but if it does, that's also going to be real real place, right? I mean, they're supposed yes. to have a mock uh, Great Wall of China and yes. things like that, which is a re- which is real. Um, we know when before he stepped down mm-hmm. had purchased the land over where the old frontier had been. Right. And he was going to build something again. It's probably just a, a copycat of what he already has, yeah. which is, hey, it's it's a it's an it's an homage to me. Yes. Well, no. you're right. And you know, now now Big Steve is uh, gone to the, you know, the retirement Yes, uh, yes. are they going to change the, the name of the Wynn Hotel? Yes. You know? Yes. Uh and with the demise of the Lucky Dragon, I yes. think that was a, a terrible black cloud on the whole project there. So I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah. Now, the uh the the to sort of recap your article, um it had to do with the 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 design of Vegas and how that changes seemingly with the changing generations and the changing needs uh of the gamblers and the the vacationers and the holiday revelers of Las Vegas used to be and and, and correct me if i'm wrong in your article it used to be the bungalow style yeah uh, ranch style, uh, you know, obviously not a lot of high rises, you know, back in the day when Bugsy was staring at his place, didn't have a lot of stairs upward. It was just, you know, uh, across the, you know, square footage, you know, on one level. Uh, but it was beautiful. And, yeah. And it was and, resort and, style. And it, 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 uh, it, it fed into the American dream in that sense of the, of the, of having the house and the white picket fence mm-hmm. and the real upper class had a swimming pool. So yes. that's why you had these great swimming pools. Right. You had these hotels, which kind of mirrored this image of the returning troops coming back from, from World War Two, you know, in the, in, in the appearance of, of it being single story right. and, uh, you know, they were moving out of the city and they were moving into the suburbs and, you know, that, that kind of mirrored that. Mm-hmm. And then as those people grew up and they had kids, that's when the transformation that we saw really is, it became more or less like, you know, the, the, their version of Disneyland mm-hmm. because you you started to have things that were like the, the Excalibur, which is, come on, it's it's like the Disney the castle of Disneyland. You know, right. You know, and right. it, you, so you saw that and. and well, it had know. no, it, it became uh facade based yeah you know that it, it was more of a uh, a very uh, it was a lovely painting an illustration yeah. and then as you entered into the building it became less so yeah uh, and I think that was, oh, I don't know, late 70s, 80s. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, as the corporate uh, uh, giants took over, realizing, you know, the money that could be had here, um, they started in, uh, incorporating the facade then deeper into the casino. Um, what is it going to turn into now? I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, that's, it's, a, it, that's a tough one because uh, they're they're invested uh, uh, in in this Hollywood style, you know, where it's a facade from front to back, uh, and uh, you know, there's there's a shallowness back uh, uh, going backwards, you know, back in the day of the bungalow style. Uh, that was also back in the day when it was um, uh, you had to be a a. Uh, uh, an upper level individual just to travel here. Yeah, you know, it was back in the day when when you know Pan Am still existed, and you you dressed up, you know, to to fly a plane, not right. fly fly in a plane. Yeah, uh, you know, and now you know anybody with a bag and a and a forty bucks can you know any schmuck in the world can you know fly southwest. Yeah, yeah, but um, uh, you know, as far as the structures, I I, I think. I, you know, again, we, you know, I always bring up the millennial generation and, and the changes that they're seemingly making here in Vegas. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think they want the, the extreme facades anymore. I think uh, it's seemingly the, 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 gen, the new generations want pods inside the casinos. Yeah, that seems to be more of an internal change now. Yes, 
Yes. I don't know that the architectural structures are going to change on a visible level. I don't, you'd have to really know the town to understand if there's any changes on the facade level. Uh, plus, it, it, would cost, it would cost millions of dollars to retrofit uh, the Venetian, for example. I yeah. don't believe they're going to waste the money. They're going to, they're going to spend the money on the inside uh, and just maintain what's on the outside, you know, the Doge Palace and the, and the, and the lovely canals. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know the exterior. You know, there's, there isn't going to be a Frank Lloyd Wright uh, uh, evolution in, in, in the next generation. Yeah, it's going to take a while for the current ones that we do have to yeah. be torn down yes. and and a new one r- rising from the ashes, right? Like we saw with the dunes and the sand. Yeah. Um. It, you know. So so it's going to be a while for that because those are still you know they're still relatively new. They're just you know not, not even twenty years old. Most of them. So agreed. Agreed. It'll be another twenty years before we we see that. I think know. so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, well, thanks, Stephen. Uh, that was from uh, Stephen from WordPress. Um. Uh. George from Podbean. Uh. Says. Pro photog in Alabama. What is it like to be a photographer in Vegas? Mm. Well, I am a pro photog in here in Las Vegas, as I've said. Uh, I'm a commercial photographer and filmmaker. Uh, what is it like to be so? I think it's one of the most unique jobs uh, you could have here. Uh, you know, there's everything from dealer to housekeeper to culinary worker uh, to to sales to everything else. We have all the same stuff. It just happens to be in this sort of like like John says, the Disneyland environment. And I'm sure it's much the same as working in Disneyland. Uh, you know, there's there's a, a tr- uh, there's a, a falsehood to it. You think it's just this wonderful Disney, yeah. and it's it's not. But I have to say. Uh, uh, on, on a very positive note, being a photographer and 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 I'm loath to use this use this term because it's overused, but to be a creative here in Las Vegas, um, uh, it's a wonderful place to work. Uh, I work all over the country, but but it's a great base to have. Uh, uh, for example. Uh, I, uh, there are people that work for me that shoot weddings, that we do events, we do, uh, my background is commercial fashion, uh, we do decor, we do architecture, uh, so I mean, it, it, you know, I have had the wonderful pleasure of, of shooting many of the celebrities. I actually, uh, shot, uh, uh, for and with Bruno Mars when, when he used, uh, the little tiny, um, uh, a staging area in front of Hyde in the Bellagio Fountains when he was proposing. Uh, so, I mean, and and I have hung out of helicopters and shot uh, giant shots of the Mandalay Bay Beach. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's probably one of the most unique jobs you can have anywhere, but especially in Vegas. And nothing, it, 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 sometimes, like most jobs, it's often the same. Uh, I will shoot uh, a lot of I shoot a lot of floral here in Las Vegas because they love flowers here in Las Vegas. Uh, but um, uh, it's always changing. It's always something different. Uh, one night I'll be shooting Cirque du Soleil performers that are doing a special event. Uh, to to I uh, one of my crew members last night uh, was uh, unfortunately uh, hello Van. Uh, unfortunately, he was there at the uh, Aria forever. Because a VIP had decided that uh, he was going to change his schedule and not come in until later, and uh, it was uh, uh, apparently a, a, a big VIP. Uh, his daughter—he was going to have a birthday party for his daughter, who was a gymnast—and they were having entertainers and gymnasts and singers and dancers and everything else. And and my uh, my crew member was there to photograph that. Uh, but um, I don't think working in Vegas as a photographer is like anything else is like any photographer in the world it it is the strangest job you can possibly have because every scenario you could think of uh fantasy or otherwise happens here and we chronicle it uh with video or or photography so um it's cool yeah i would think that that would be that would be of of interest there would be Mm -hmm. and both the challenge because you do you do have to have a different approach yes to doing these but but most you know again most professional photographers in most areas are going to have a pretty set menu so to speak of of gigs for them they're going to do the weddings you're going to do the reunions Mm -hmm. Or the anniversaries, parties, or things like that, the bar mitzvahs and the and the communions and what have you, right. and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here; it's sky's the limit. You, you know, I, I remember, you know, ten, fifteen years ago, I had a house 
that I was renting. And, and I would, at that time, you know, I had an ad in the newspaper and uh, I'd, have, I'd show it. And I remember thinking that it's really, it's really strange because um, the, the, the types of work that these people who were looking at the house did mm-hmm. was unlike what people did in most cities. You know, mm-hmm. I had, I had a, a, a helicopter pilot. Well, he was the one who, one of the pilots that took people on tours to either the Strip, the Hoover Dam, Grand Canyon was one of those. Right. Somebody else was a stage hypnotist. Right. Did an adult, you know, X-rated stage show off Strip. It was it was a smaller <laughs> one, but he was an entertainer. Yeah. Someone else was a husband and wife team, and I remember she was a cocktail server at the Bellagio, and he was a male stripper at the, the uh, at the. Um, um, Olympic Garden. Olympic Garden, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, wow, you, you know, th- this is different. The, this is different than getting, you know, the people who, you know, the, the, they're a nurse or they're, they're an accountant. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you get those too, of course, but, but nevertheless, there is this variety of these other jobs that, you've, that, that people do in this town. Oh, yeah. I mean, as, as I was a concierge, I was building my business and, and, and uh, getting the connections that I needed. Uh, uh, Las Vegas is, is a lot like that scenario when you're in a strip club and the stripper is, she's just there. She's getting money for college. She's getting yeah. money for her family. She's, she also works as a nurse. I mean, Las Vegas is exactly that. Yeah. There, there's a dual existence you have here, at least for a period of time. Uh, you know, and if you're able to work here, gain the experience and then move on to what you want to do, it's, it's a perfect thing. Yeah. However, what happens is you get stuck. You know, you get stuck dealing, you get stuck, you know, working the, the, the catering it, it, and and it's very difficult to shake that off. Yeah. But if you do, it's a great place now, to I start. Now, I remember you said you were, when you were first getting getting your business started, because yeah. we were both still working at the hotel. Uh-huh. And one of the things we had every day, you come in at our desk, we always had fresh flowers. And they were really nice. They were. And I remember on your phone days, there would be times when <laughs> I would go in the back and you would have this this uh, beautiful flower arranged. You'd have mm-hmm. your camera set up on a, on a tripod, yeah. looking down on it. You would you would also have your headset on. Yeah. And as you're looking through the, the through the the, the uh, viewfinder on the on the camera, getting this this lined up, yeah. I hear you say, "Thank you for calling Resort Concierge. This is James." <laughs> I did indeed. Every hour on the hour, I starting at four thirty. <laughs> Yeah, so you're talking about the Bellagio fountains whenever they went off. Yes. And, you know. Although uh, John and click. I, th- I think have <laughs> click. Yeah, I, I think we've discussed the the the, the actual uh, uh, capability of multitasking. There yes. actually isn't any multitasking, yes. but I was pretty good at that. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's yeah. how, that's that's how I honed my skills in taking pictures of of, uh, of roses. Yes. Uh, but uh, George, thanks for the question. Uh, I love working here in Vegas. Um, I love working all over the country. I still enjoy being a photographer and a filmmaker, um, and I hope I can continue to do so uh, uh, for many years to come. Uh, thanks for your question. Uh, Johnny from Twitter um, says, thanks for the show. Too many gambling pods out there. Love the down and dirty stories. What's the weirdest thing you had to get a guest? Uh, I don't know if there are too many gambling pods out there, but I'm sure because it's so popular, there's a lot of them out there. Um, uh, uh, down and dirty stories. Yes. Down and dirty. Yes. But true. Yeah. But true. Yeah. We lived these folks. Um, what's the weirdest thing you had to get a guest? Um, uh, I'm hitting John with these. I, we had no pre-show on this one. We yeah. just came right into the well, studio. Well, I remember breast milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, however, breast however, milk. There, yeah. there, that is, there is an asterisk. That it was the woman's own breast milk. She had come down saying, I, I need to get breast milk. I said, well, you, you asking me? I mean, you yeah. know. She said, no, it's my breast milk, but I, I had to have it uh, refrigerated. And there's no refrigerator in the rooms. Yes. So they had put it in the room service. Well, luckily you didn't yeah. have to dispense it from her. No, no, I, w- yeah. I would have been willing to do that. Yes. Yeah, hey, you know, <laughs> of course. You know, I'll do anything for my eleven ninety five an hour. <laughs> right. But but anyhow, she was trying to get a hold of her own breast milk, so I had to go tra- track it down. I went up there and, and I asked a guy, and he guy he didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Yeah. And uh, finally, they had this giant walk-in refrigerator, and yeah. there it was. Yeah. Okay, I'm bringing it down to the lady. So. I had to, we've discussed quite a few. And I had Viagra. Viagra, yes. Yes, I had to get Viagra for Japanese guests. Wow. And I remember he wanted it and, um, you know, I had to call, there there was a Japanese doctor in town. Okay. And, you know, and and he would, he interviewed the guy basically over the telephone Uh and then wrote him a prescription. Really? Yeah, I had to go deal with that. Wow. Well, good for you. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought about this long and hard. We've talked about a lot of these things. Um. Uh, over the last uh, 50 
this is episode 58. Yeah. Uh, and so, and they've all been, you know, just, just they're, they're wonderful to think about now, but when we were trying yeah. to get Viagra, it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass. Um, I, I, I had to get a play pool. I spent, all, I spent, I spent way too much time going to Walmart, which is not close to the Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. Not really. No. Uh, and I, and I had to get a play pool and oil and then arrange girls to, to oil wrestle. In oh, one of the nice. Suites. Yes. Um, and I had to get a large enough play pool to fit, you know, like two or Were three. Were you the referee? I was not. Oh, I was geez. not. I was just the uh, acquisitions manager okay. on that one. Yeah. Um, but there was a time, and we told this story before, yeah. about having to go out in the limousine to Walmart to pick up the uh, the, uh, the triple extra triple large nightgown, nightgown yes. for the guests because the housekeeper had thrown out the old one and wrapped yeah. it up in the sheets where she kept yeah. it. And, and Walmart being the, the quality lingerie store yes. that it is, yes, that, was, right. that was quite fun. Well, at least they had, we knew they had they would have that size. Right, right. right. Um, I had to get um, two... And at the time, this was not uh, this was not common, but I had to get two sumo uh, novelty sumo outfits, yeah. you know, so they could have sumo bounce wrestling. Uh, and back in naked the naked uh, sumo, or no, 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 it was just... the inflatable ones. Okay, where you, where right, you, we yeah, get inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that that at the time that was very strange. I had no idea what they were talking about at the time. Uh, and uh, the the there was a third one. Uh, the third one was oh uh, I had to get, I had to get uh, one guy and I to this day don't know why he wanted them he wanted uh, uh, and and uh, enter John insert joke wherever you want here I had to get every ball that was available on the market and and so insert your joke now folks mm-hmm. and and what the men the gentleman meant he said a football baseball. Soccer ball, golf, golf ball. ball, and so I had to, get, and I, I, I think if I remember right, I was able to get upwards of thirteen or fourteen different ball, ping pong ball, bocce and ball. and he bocce ball, yeah. Oh gosh, I, I didn't get bocce ball, Cro- no, well croquet ball. I guess croquet. we're very close, close to the same. So I got all these balls, and and I had them down uh, at the at the desk at the concierge desk in the in the center of the Venetian, and he came and picked them up and left. And get, he gave me a, a, a decent tip. I think it was like a 50 or something. Yeah. Uh, but every, uh, yeah, thir- I had uh, to acquire balls. So there you go, folks. And you don't know why? I have no yeah, idea yeah. to this day. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, we had some. No, un- I don't really want to know. We had some unusual <laughs> After the Kenny stuff. Rogers story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember we had to get a, a baby stroller for um, Gregory Peck. It wasn't for him, of course. It was for his grandkids. Yeah. One of them. I mean, you know, we just tended because even though they catered to, I mean, this was, they were still, you know, there was still a, a a veneer of it's a family destination. Right. But we didn't have anything for kids, certainly yeah. in our hotel. They didn't yeah. have any games. They didn't have the, the Nickelodeon channel on TV. You couldn't get right. that. A baby stroller. You mean you didn't bring your own? Yeah. Oh, you mean you have kids? Oh, you didn't leave them at home? Why? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why would and we you? have to find, and there were rental places, and people get pissed off because yeah. they charge an arm and a leg for that. They do. I remember I had to get a guy an exercise bike, and he wanted it brought to his room because he didn't want to go down into the sports club that we had there, that Grand, that Canyon Ranch. Canyon Ranch, yeah. And it was, it was, and he was pissed off. It wasn't the rental on how much the bike cost. Mm-hmm. It was a delivery charge. It was like $1,000. So you could guy could have bought one. He goes, yeah, if he buys one, it's still $1,000 yeah. to deliver it. Hey, well, yeah. Bring yeah. it up, set it up in his room. It was, either, a, it was either an exercise bike or a treadmill. Oh, it wow. was a big piece of, of exercise equipment. See, yeah, well, lingerie and treadmills, Walmart. Yes. There you go. Uh, but uh, 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 that's just some of the stories that we're trying to remember for everybody. Uh, so thanks, Johnny, from Twitter. I was, appreciate that. Uh, Carolyn was a direct email to me. Um, uh, this is an interesting one. I think this is... Why do you guys suck? Is why do we... Why, why, why are you old guys on here? Uh, well, Carolyn uh, said, quote, love to hate your show. I thought it started bad. <laughs> I, I didn't know, John. I didn't know what was going to happen there. But I kept reading. I, 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 fortitude. Uh, I'm a millennial and yell at my computer every time you mention my generation. Well, you should. You should yell at your generation, not us. Uh, however, your Vegas advice has saved me money. It made my trips successful. You know, and I, th- this really wasn't a question. I, I just thought this was a great statement. Carolyn, thank you uh, for listening. Uh, 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 I, I'm sorry that you were born when you were, but I'm sure you're a lovely person and have a job and don't live with your parents. Um, 
I, I kid the millennials, uh, they're a force and it's the way it is, but, uh, um, you know, stereotypes are what they are. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, the, the, a lot of the representatives of your generation, um, uh, are, are exactly what the stereotype is and come to Vegas and continue that stereotype. But that being said, uh, uh, I have had many emails that, that are, have not been represented, uh, on our show yet. Uh, that uh, told me that they listen to podcasts, they go to TripAdvisor, they go to um, uh, Amazon Travel, they do all types of things and get uh, bum advice, bogus yeah, advice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and a lot of them have uh, have thanked us for our our sort of razor sharp honesty when it comes to here. You know, we we try not to be negative, but we try to be. Uh, as truthful as possible. Uh, we had a comment one time that you should take our statements with a grain of salt. Uh, okay, yes, you should take everything with a grain of salt, but um, uh, do your research. Uh, we will try to help you as much as we can, and uh, John and I continue to live here in Las Vegas. Yep. Uh, we have Las Vegas addresses. We have been here for many, many, many years, both as uh, employee and consumer. So uh, again, Carolyn, I'm thrilled that we helped you in some fashion uh, during your trips, and we hope we uh, help uh, many other people. Yeah, you know, when we worked at the hotel, and that was something that the guests the internet was still was still in its infancy in that so. regard, you know, because it was like not everybody would think. I, mean, I remember the hotel. I mean, we had that whole staff of uh, of hotel operators. Mm -hmm. Most people booked their rooms over the phone at well, that time. You know? Well, Al Al was still working on it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it was it was young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but people didn't have the access to the information that they no. do now. But but it's which is both good and bad. Absolutely. Um, you know, we could talk about a restaurant and I could think, you know, that, that we think is overrated. Yeah. But maybe somebody really likes it. You know, we, we've always, gee, they, they like that or, or they didn't like something that we really did. It's just personal opinion. It but. is. It is. Nothing said, I think, short of, of uh, you know, uh, academic narrative on podcasts is objective it's it's subjective you know and 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 it uh, i think podcasts in general we have a question about podcasts later on uh i i think in general uh, it's supposed to be subjective you're, we're su you're supposed to be exposed to uh, a, a myriad opinions uh and then form your own and interject your own and that's i think the beauty of podcasts uh but especially a tourist location like las vegas there's a level of subjectivity that that is uh i think unheard of yeah. you know like you John and I differ on, on different restaurants and things like that. Uh, but um, often, though, I think you and I are really yeah. on the same page. But, Carolyn, thank you for that question. Uh, and we, uh, we're glad we helped. Uh, Jackie, another direct email to me, said, um, this, uh, this is the, this one for you, John. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's oh, good. Uh, uh, love the new format. Yes, we changed. If everybody didn't notice, we changed. We went shorter. Um, uh, and uh, uh, John and I, uh, you know, uh, have, have really enjoyed, you know, co-hosting this. Uh, but yeah. uh, we, we're really thrilled that you love the shorter format. Uh, don't have time for super long podcasts. Agreed. I do not either. Uh, Vegas info was right on point. Well, thank you very much. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, John is crabby and makes me laugh. Good. Yes, he is. Yes. He is absolutely crabby and makes me laugh as well. Uh, is the current Vegas dying? And she mentions parking, no drinks, and everything else. I will mention something. Uh, go Vegas Knights. Good for them. Two to one uh, over, I can't remember the really. Kings. Over the Kings. LA. Oh, we don't like yeah. LA. No, two to one over the Kings. Great job, guys. Um, However, one ancillary fact uh, that affected the town. Did you know, John, that there was a flat MGM parking of $25? I heard that they raised the price. Unacceptable. That Shame on you, yes. MGM. That is not how to reward our fans here. Uh, uh, stop doing that. That's all, yeah. that's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, but is the current Vegas dying? And, and John and I, I think we have mentioned, you know, the, the, uh, there, it goes in. Uh, Vegas is sort of a chrysalis format. Uh, it'll go into this little pod and then emerge a beautiful butterfly of something new. Um, I don't know. Is it time? Is it time for it to go into cocoon and, and change? I think so. I think it is. And, you know, in, in that article I wrote, I'd mentioned that maybe their new motto should be, I'll fuck anything that moves. Because it seems that, <laughs> you know, they're always trying to nickel and dime people. Yes. And you know, I got an email a couple of weeks ago from the Hard Rock Hotel, which it was announced uh, while while we were on hiatus here that, that Richard Branson has purchased it, which yes. we knew, yeah. and they're going to change the name. It's going to, Hard Rock's going to be gone. They're yeah. taking down the great guitar. Yes. And it's going to become a virgin uh, hotel. Yes. 
So, so it is changing in, in that Filled regard. with virgins. That would be nice. <laughs> that, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but hey, is it still going to be free parking? That's all we care about, right? right I mean, exactly. Free parking. Exactly. So. Um, but anyway, I got an email from, from, from the Hard Rock, right. and it says, you can stay $33 a night for three-night minimum. Yes. So, I thought, oh, that's great. Wow, $33 a night? And then in really, 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 really tiny font, it says plus $33 a day resort fee. Resort I thought, fees. you know, wait a minute. You're telling me for 100 bucks I can stay for three days, but when I book it, it's going to cost me 200 bucks, which is still a great deal. Mm-hmm. Not bad. It's a great deal. Yes. I mean, it's basically $66 a night. Yes. Why don't you be upfront about it? Instead of hiding it, there's oh wait a minute, I've got these other fees. Actually, it's one hundred twenty dollars. That's what you're paying. Yeah, you know, and I think you know, I think uh, Las Vegas is really skirting the possibility that that uh, that Vegas consumers around the country and around the globe, for that matter, are not savvy. I think after all the travelocities and kayaks and 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 all of those. Yeah. I think we have become savvy. I think we know how to juggle the sites and find the best thing. Um, and, and you're not hiding them, you, you know, and, and, you know, global media said, you know, they're putting the resort fees up and up and up and up. And every time we turn around in town, the re- resort fees are going up and therefore most of our relatives then have to come move in with us, which yes. is not what we want. No, that's not what we want. <laughs> we want them to yeah. go to South Point. Although good, good on South Point still free parking, resort fees at a minimum. Uh, they do put signs up to say they're going to give you a uh, crappy bar- bottom of the basement uh, alcohol for gambling, but they still give the alcohol for gambling. Yep. Good for uh, you. you know, good, good on South Point. And I think that's the other thing that's really changed about the town because you go back again to the 40s and 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. is, you know, yes, you can get a hotel room. Uh, you know, I stayed at the Stardust in the 90s, in the late 90s for $35. Oh. Yes. And, but, and it was a pretty basic room, and, and that's how they were because – there was nothing to do in the room, so it encouraged you to leave and not stay there and to go outside. And right. that's where you spent your money. That's where the town made their money. But now it's like, oh, you get it like like the Venetian really started that and the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. You have a really nice, you know, again, we didn't have rooms in our, it was an all suite hotel, right? Mm-hmm. There, The basic room was really nice. It was. I Still there, is. And, you know, here's the resort fee. Here's a spa. Here's all the restaurants. You don't have to leave the hotel at all. Right. So, you know, they're encouraging you to stay in there. Well, if you're staying in your room and then you, if you remember, people used to get pissed off at us because we didn't have HBO. Right. And so like, what do you mean you don't have HBO? Should I go to Motel 6 and get HBO? Well, then that's where you need to go. But, you know, on the one hand, they were, they were really encouraging people to stay in the hotel. Yeah. And so they, they think of other ways. How can we gouge them? How can we get, you know, squeeze more money out of them? Well, if they're staying in the hotel, let's charge them for parking. Let's charge them for this. Yeah. I don't, I honestly, you know, if you look at it from a financial point of view and, and, you know, as a bean counter, you can, you can see what they're doing. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, what they are doing is, is negatively affecting what should be a very exciting time for Vegas. The Vegas Knights have had an amazing first season and they're now in the playoffs and doing well again. And uh, the reward for that should be, uh, the excitement and 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 giveaways and every casino should be taking advantage of this, not taking advantage of this. Yes, and and twenty five dollar parking fees and and elevating drink prices and and price points at the restaurants that are just ridiculous, and so people people are I think answering the question or answering uh, that that particular uh, subject by not frequenting the places that are doing that you know and the link is is people don't want to talk about this in town but the link is not necessarily doing well are they doing well because of the the massive number of crowd uh, people that are coming through of course they are but people are becoming disillusioned because their price points are too high They're, they don't enjoy it they'll they'll go to the, the they'll go to the hockey game Leave the link and leave the T-Mobile area, and and continue away from it to something to or someone that is providing them a a a, a, a more of a budget uh, atmosphere, and that's not bad. I mean, I you know we all look for that, uh, but I, you know I, I'm 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 saddened that that the town is reacting this way, and I'm really frightened at what they're going to do when the Raiders arrive. Yeah. Well, you know what really pissed me off about the Golden Knights and got me to the point where I was saying, well, well, hell with you. I hope you lose was the fact that, you know, I've got I've got I still haven't cut the cable. So I've got I've got satellite, I got 200 channels. Yeah. 
but I can't get their games. So so I used to, before they had the Golden Knights, I could watch the Kings game. I'm a Sharks fan because I'm mm-hmm. from the Bay Area. But but I used to be able to watch the Kings games and, and the Ducks because they were also in this territory. Okay. But as soon as the Golden Knights moved in, no Kings, I can't get anything. I can't even get the Golden Knight games on. So I can't watch any of the games locally. So when they have a playoff game, which is then on NBC, so I go, well, I'm going to turn on the game. I'm going to watch it. It's blacked out. Yeah. I have no opportunity to watch it. The only way I got to watch last night's game was because it went double overtime. Um, the, the way that the, the TV schedule is set up is they had a different program. They assumed the game was going to be over at 10 p.m. Right. So they have a different program scheduled, which, of course, is then on, on the hockey network there on, on uh, NBC Sports, um, which is now in, uh, preempted for the rest of the hockey game. Well, because of that, I can get I can now I can watch the game, yeah. but I can only watch it if it goes overtime. So I'm thinking, well, gee, what if they go to the second round? Are they going to black out all those games? I want to watch the hockey playoffs. So I guess I'm going to have to hope that you lose, just so I can watch the games because you're not you, because of some. I don't know who has their their, their TV rights, but they, I don't get it on my on my channel. So that means even when I do get the channel, it's blacked out and it's just a black screen with something that says "Go to hell." Turn on something else. Well, with as exciting as it is, the, the prospect of Vegas being coming a major market city. Uh, uh, there are some major pitfalls, and we're seeing some of them, just a little tiny bit. You know, they're leaking in, you know, elevated fees, elevated this, elevated that. And, you know, when the Raiders plop down uh, and, and that bomb hits, you know, we're going to realize the real set of difficulties being a major market team yeah. uh, or, or housing a team. And so I, I, I hope, I hope, you know, that they start to realize this and start to at least reward the, the local fans. Because right now, the Vegas Knights, I, I, I do not have the data, but that stadium is filled with locals. Now, they're transplants because our city is so transient. But they're locals, and they're not saying they're not saying thank you. They could have not shown up, you yeah, know. Yeah. But but we'll see. The the Raiders are the and clouds that, coming. And that could be in some ways, and it's a disturbing trend. I think what the town is becoming, mm-hmm. because it was that we don't have major league teams. Yeah. Uh, because again, we're we're a one night stand basically. We're we're that you know that that mirage in the desert. You come here, you have a good time. Right. Um, you know, you can have a good time wherever you're at, but you can have a really great time here and you can shed who you are and you can, you can, you know, you can be an ass, make an Mm -hmm. ass of yourself and no Mm -hmm. one's going to know any better. Um, and now it's just like, no, we're going to get a team. We're going to be a real place. We're going to be just like Phoenix and we're going to be just like, you know, um, Boston and and, and Chicago and and LA and San Francisco. We're just going to be another real city with, with us, with a sports team. And maybe that's the. The basically, it's like, hey, I'm giving up my 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 one night stands and my my drinking, and I'm going to settle down. Yeah, and I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. because then there, it's going to get it's going to get paunchy and <laughs> bald and look nasty, and yeah, and the yeah. tits are going to sag. You know, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the wrinkles. We yes. can't have saggy tits in Vegas. That's Come on, right. folks. Um, uh, so so Jackie, thank you for that email. That was a long winded. Uh, uh, version, but uh, we, I no. hope I was crabby enough for you, Jack. That's right. You're, you're, but crabby is good. Crabby is, uh, you know, it's true. Uh, but thanks, Jackie, for that email. Uh, Tess from Facebook. Um, I don't like Facebook. I, I, um, I, 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 I barely look at it, and I was lucky to see snap Tess. face. Yeah, isn't yeah, that yeah snap face. Um, uh, but uh, Tess says, "Glad I found your podcast. We are too. Very intelligent. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, I want to go in the sports book, but I, but scary help." Hmm. Well, don't be scared. Yeah. Now, now I have to say, now this, I, I, my old opinion about the sports book is that if you want to find the true schmucks uh, in Vegas, the crabbies, the cranks, the old guy that that make you feel like you shouldn't be there, go to the, the sports, sports book. book. It's a little bit different now, you know, because the crowds are different. But don't be scared. Uh, the, the sports book can be, in my opinion. One of the most fun locations in a casino. Yeah, yeah. You can spend almost all day. You got hot dogs and hamburgers at most of the time. You're very close to the restaurants. If you love beer, they're going to have a bar right there. Um, and it's a wonderful place to go watch the game. Ignore the old men that are sitting there. They were running for the mob about 100 years ago, and they don't know what to do, so they just sat there and stayed. Yeah. Uh, and the old guys that are there that seem, and it's very clicky, 
uh, like most things are nowadays. But uh, uh, when you go there, there's a lot of people that know each other. Uh, and they have nicknames for each other, and they and they're 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 kind of disheveled. Um, uh, ignore them. They they're there. They're they're either professionally doing what they're doing, or th- that's what they do. They just sit there. They're campers. Uh, but uh, uh, go watch a game. Uh, the 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 writers, the ticket writers that are there, they seem intimidating. And, and sometimes they are because they're not the most pleasant guys. Uh, John may be cra- crabby, but they're not crabby like these folks. And, and, and he's not crabby like people that actually work in the casinos, especially in the gambling arena. But don't be scared of these guys. They will ultimately help you. Uh, just ask, you know, if, and, and the easiest way is to go in and, and bet one thing. You know, don't don't try to learn. Don't try to handicap. Don't try to do anything. Have fun. If you if you think the Raiders are, have a cool color helmet, bet that. That's fine. Yeah. You know, I mean, because it takes. Oh, the prop bets. They, they come up with some pretty wild but, ones. Take the prop bets. Yeah, it, it, uh, the punter is going to fall down in the third quarter. Yeah. You know, uh, have fun. Don't worry about it. Don't bet the house. Don't bet the farm. Just have fun. Uh, and the easiest one is to bet the Raiders to win. You know, and, yeah. and, and that's it. Uh, and I've already explained this on a, pre- a previous podcast, but the, uh, the most fun I've ever had in a casino is going and sitting down and for the afternoon betting harness racing. Yeah, I don't know yeah. shit about it. They, you know, they, they, you have to spend decades learning the horses and learning to handicap schedules and everything else. But you know what? Have fun because one of the true exciting things to do in Vegas is watch a horse race. It is fantastic. Uh, so don't be scared. Walk in. The writers will help you. The cocktail waitresses will help you. Yeah. You get all the benefits of 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 uh, the casino that you would if you were playing blackjack. You know, you'll you'll. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, what's interesting is last Saturday I went out with a couple of guys that I know. Their 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 sons played with with mine on baseball a few years ago, and we get together every couple of months. And usually, you know, we go to the Fiesta because it's close by. It's a dump. But we go to Sportsbook, yeah, <laughs> and and they've changed now in the sense that we don't because we don't we watch the games. Uh, one of them is a is a Dodger fan. I'm a Giants fan. The other one, father's a Giants fan. So we kind of yeah. razz each other about yeah. about who's winning the game. So they're just sad people. They're sad people, <laughs> but but that's where locals go who don't necessarily gamble and they yes. just want to get. I mean, one of the guys says, "My wife never shuts up. He wants to get out of the house." He goes to the Fiesta. He goes to the Sportsbook. Because again, it's like the bar, but but they no longer offer drink service at the table if you're not if you're not betting. Mm-hmm. You have to get it yourself, which is no big deal. You got to walk over to the bar and you buy your beer and you carry it back to your table. But right. nevertheless, they stopped offering drink service. So do you have you know you you got a card? You you betting? No. Got to go get it yourself. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and see the the sports book is still one of the places where you can see the most unique individuals in the world. Yes, and and John just did a voice, and but you'll hear people like that. Yeah, you hear them from Chicago when they're yeah. like that, yeah. and they're one cigarette away from the grave. Yeah. Uh, but but you know what? They're, they're, it's all cool. And yeah. and if you love people watching, man, sit down in the sports book, thirty minutes. I swear to God, you'll go home with a story. It'll, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, because they show they've got they've got you know fifty screens on there. And they're all showing a different sporting event. You know, there's a ba- baseball games. There's a, there's racing. Yeah. There's you know there, there's something else. There's a so- so- soccer match on. Yes. And you know whatever it is, th- there's there's a line on it. You can gamble and bet on it. They got the board up there. You can see you know if it's baseball, who's pitching, who's going to play, what are the odds be- based on who the starting pitchers are. Right. If it's football, it's going to be you're going to see the point spread. And yeah, I just put down a bet and. See what happens. That's right. So, Tess, thanks for the question. Don't be scared. Head on in. You're, you're, you'll be just fine. Uh, Fred, uh, again from WordPress. Uh, not our Fred. I don't mm. think it's our friend. Uh, we, we worked with a guy named Fred at the Venetian. He's a fantastic guy. Yeah, great Hopefully guy. he's listening. Uh, but uh, Fred from WordPress said, uh, funny guys, uh, thanks. I think, or, or uh, the wrong emphasis, funny guys. Maybe that's it. Uh, thanks for keeping the ads to a minimum. Other podcasts like what is uh, other podcasts are like watching television in the eighties. I thought that was hysterical because <laughs> I absolutely know know what he means. Uh, you can't believe the millennial nerd generation. Or I'm sorry, I keep blowing the emphasis. You can't believe the millennial nerd generation is affecting my favorite town. Can you? Uh, yes, I can. Yes, 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 I can. Uh, uh, I, I I denied it for as long as I could. Uh, but but it, it, it is. I, I saw I was working an assignment th- in the last couple of days and I saw a, a, a millennial lounge. 
Ooh. We had discussed it before. Like I said, they're, they're wanting pods of, of entertainment areas, and that's what they're getting. Uh, but I, yes, they are. Yes, they are. I, 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 I absolutely turned a blind eye to that generation and the following gener- generation, for that matter, um, uh, and said they, they, there's no way they could affect it. They are. I don't know if they're affecting it negatively. I can't tell. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, if Las Vegas goes into its cocoon again and comes out, you know, maybe that'll be all different. Um, but as the boomers uh, need their, uh, you know, income, their retirement income for, for medical needs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they no longer can gamble with them. Uh, I, uh, I, I see the millennials spending a little money. Um, but unfortunately, the best I can say to, to you, Fred, is no one really knows what the millennials are doing with their money. Uh, now, millennials and nerd culture, I, I can't put those together. Uh, I, I just can't. Um, the nerd culture, they may be enjoying, you know, and, and of course with Infinity War, the gauntlet that, that is Infinity War that is coming. Um, but once it's over, it's over. Yeah. I, I don't know that that um, the nerd culture is affecting... Uh, has a generational effect on on Las Vegas. The millennials could possibly have at least Las Vegas's generational effect. Uh, they could affect it. You know, the boomers are gone, and my generation. Um, I, I think we're we're we hoard our income a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? You're 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 a different generation, John. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I agree with you on that. Also, very often we talked about this before about just the idea of growth. And there, there comes a point where you should just be happy with, hey, we're sold out ninety percent of the time. Uh, what would be better? It would be nice to get, hey, I'll, I'll, it would be nice to get a little, little bit more, but, but I don't want any less. Yeah. So uh, you get to the point where, okay, do I really need to add any more rooms? At what point does it become saturated? Some people are going to come here once and say, yeah, I saw it, I looked at it, it was really nice, just like they go to. You know, you, you go from the Midwest, you go to Disneyland, and you, you don't do it all the time. You don't do yeah. it every year. You've already been on those rides. Right. It would be nice, but I'm not going to make the effort to go there and repeat what I've already done. You know, I, I went to London. Oh, next time I want to go to Paris. I want to see someplace different. So there's that mentality. And unless you are catering to people like from, from Southern California that can get here pretty easily. Right. And then you go ahead and, and then, you, and then you, you, know, you, you ream them with, with, with parking fees and stuff, which, they, you know, you kind of then give them a second thought. Well, do I really want to go there or not? Yeah. So I, I think also that they fail to look at, at the, the psychology of the consumer or really decide. They're just looking at numbers. Where are the, well, here, here's this demographic that... You know, the younger ones, the older ones are going out. This is who we have to appeal to and try to bring them here. Right. But what they're doing, is this something that they can't get at home? I don't, you know, that's the whole thing. Can I, can I do that? Yeah, that was what Las Vegas always was. Yeah. You could gamble here. You could, you know, all kinds of things that you could do that you could not do at home. That's why you came here. Yeah, and the influx of Indian casinos. I mean, the first couple popped up. Yeah. Vegas was was. It was like piffle. Who cares? You know? Yeah, uh, it, it's becoming an effect. Yeah. So yeah. there's that, and also even with Cirque du Soleil, they do touring shows. Yeah. They know in Portland, they had all. I don't yeah. need to go. I already saw one, and I said, "Oh, this is a different one. It's it's Cirque du Soleil. It's an acrobatics. So yeah, it might be a little bit different, but yeah. I already saw." Well, it. an honorable mention uh, uh, email that I received was, "Can you do Las Vegas on five hundred dollars anymore?" And I thought that was amazing because yeah. you didn't used to say that. Could you do Las Vegas on on a couple hundred dollars? So, so can you do it for five hundred? Not well. I mean, you're you're going to be on on a uh, an incredibly restricted budget. You know, you're not going to be able to eat at the fantastic restaurant that you no, read about. No, what you're gonna have to do is go to station casinos yeah. and buy their all day buffet pass. Right. So you right. can come back, you can leave right. and come back and yeah. you're going to pay, you know, twenty four ninety five or something. And yeah. it's the same shit. I mean, you know, if that's okay, then, then, you know, so, <laughs> you'll yeah, save our, that way. Las Vegas is lost leaders are, are yeah. lost. And I think there. that's where, where a lot of the crabbiness, I mean, the real true pissy crabbiness came from. Yes. Uh, what we dealt with is that, you know, people were accustomed to, if you remember in Vegas vacation with the one, I think it was the one, the one with Randy Quaid. Yes. 
and they go He's to the buff- most of the vacation. Yeah, yeah, okay, but the one where he goes to the. <laughs> I only think I saw the one where he goes to the buffet and they got this slop. Yes, and the blue yeah, and the brown. The blue and the brown. Yes. I'll have some of that. Don't yeah. be stingy, right? right. <laughs> that was kind of the old buffet because it was right. cheap. Well, you get what you pay for. It's mm. it's two ninety five or now it's five ninety five, but it's not very good. Yes. There's just a lot of it. Yeah. And people come in and they see these elaborate buffets that they have at the Bellagio or, or the Rio. These are the seafood buffet there. Yeah. And and they're going in there and then they're getting sh- sticker shock when, yeah, it's a great buffet. You know, they've got crab legs and they've got they've got lobster tail, yeah. but you're gonna pay forty nine ninety five. Right. You're paying fifty bucks and here, here's your here's your tray you gotta go fetch your own food yeah, you know? exactly exactly <laughs> and your own drink so you, you have, uh, a couple is gonna pay over 100 bucks yeah so it's not cheap anymore and they get upset about that yeah. because they were expecting this nice great elaborate buffet for 7.95 well it's either one or the other you get you get what you pay for even here i believe uh, just as an aside i believe that that particular the the entrance scene to that where they went to the buffet i believe that was shot at the old laughing jackalope yeah. uh for the the, the old timers of vegas oh okay. well uh well uh, uh thanks fred uh, uh, uh great uh, topic on that one we, we could probably continue that one um uh podman 2000 uh another direct email to me uh, appreciate the production, simple and direct. Great. That, that's exactly what I'm shooting for. Uh, is the marijuana crap over with in Vegas? Uh, uh, and he mentioned Colorado and the prices are too high. Uh, it's actually a very lengthy email uh, talking about um, uh, Colorado. And what has happened is that is, is marijuana successful in Colorado? Yes, it is. Has it changed the infrastructure for the better? Yes, it has. Has it made everything too expensive and, and mom and pop stores and everything else can't move in? Yes, it has. Uh, basically, what it's done is it's t- it's made studio apartments that what were a thousand dollars now they're twenty six hundred. Wow. Yeah. And so, uh, ultimately, is it a positive experience? No, not not for the general public. Now, the 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 they earmarked. Uh, much like we have for marijuana, they earmarked it for education. However, they also earmarked it for roads. Colorado had a huge problem with their infrastructure and their roads. So, hey, g- great. Good for them. But what it's done, it's uh, now made the new wonderful places that they're building uh, unattainable, unreachable for the general public. And you have to, it's not easy to live in Colorado now. Mm. Great place to live. I yeah, mean, they've gotten got some huge federal grants, you know, prior to the marijuana issue. Uh, but um, uh, is the crap over in Vegas? Yeah, I, I think the fear is over. Uh, nobody gives a shit anymore. Um, the, they, we've, I'll say we, the, the, the community has realized um, uh, the, the marijuana uh, uh, consumer community has realized that um, uh, that they they won they got it here they got it legal now it's too damn expensive. So you I'm know? gonna go grow it on my own. Yeah. yeah, and see that's 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 what's happened. You know they're starting to now they've gone back to a friend of a friend. Hey, now I got a marijuana guy. Where's my weed guy? Yeah. Uh, because they're not going to sp- spend 55, 60 bucks for a gummy bear. Yeah. Um, but uh, is the fear over? I think so. I, I think local people like John and myself, well, local people like myself who, who were a, a, an opponent of it, we, now we don't care. Uh, you know, the, the arguments, it's moved to, it's here, it's, it's probably here to stay. No one cares. Uh, I don't have kids, so it doesn't affect their education for me. I would love some of the money to go to roads, uh, although our Las Vegas roads are actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I, I think the general community has said, great, let's move on. I, we don't care. Uh, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Again, you have that. You have the transient nature where a lot of times, you know, people who you know have just arrived or they're leaving. Yeah. So it is kind of hard to get public. You know, it, it, the public opinion can change from year to year just yeah. because it's it's different. But yeah, we've it's always been that way. Of at least in Las Vegas, Nevada is a state I've always found to be very conservative. Yes. Because once you get out of once you get out of the knots of the knot of of, of Las Vegas of Clark County. Yeah. And Reno. Yeah. You know, once you get out of those and, and really the state, it's a pretty big state in terms of size. Yeah. But you've got Reno in the north, you've got Las Vegas in the south and then a whole lot of nothing in between. And it's those people. Those are the ones that are, you know, tend to be more the the, the conservative. I mean, the, the, the hardcore conservative ones. Yeah. I mean, for a Democratic state. Yeah. We're actually a red state. Yeah, you know we have a a, a pr- pr- the predominance of of Democratic registered voters, uh, and then we're always red. You know, and I don't know if anybody knew that, but I mean red to the point where where and we're a swing state. Yeah, uh, and a powerful one. 
if you know if nobody noticed you know Obama came here quite often um, and uh, and President Trump came here as well uh, we, we we may be at fault yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if that's possible but we are yeah. uh, but um, yes marijuana issue I think is over uh, hopefully we've put that to bed and just move on um, uh, whatever do what you want uh, and uh, last question Ginny uh, James from Podbean says podcasting she, she, uh, pod she's a podcast enthusiast you guys are the most unique vegas pod out there well thank, thank you very you. much i put that on there it's sort of egregious uh, uh, uh nod to us but hey that's what you're supposed to do right um so so yes we try to be unique we try not to be the same uh not not uh, talk about gambling 24 hours a day and then she says and this is it john this is why i put this on here not because of the unique thing okay because i knew we were un- unique love 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 cranky john uh, cranky i'm crabby you're crabby, cranky crabby but he's earned it he's earned it he's he's got his stripes for sure uh, uh but uh, yes we all love uh, thrice My thrice cranky john uh is podcasting biz big business there does it have a future uh i will without the appropriate data in my pocket say it is absolutely not big business here i don't think podcasting is big business anywhere with the exception of the the ones that have the the giant footprint like npr like the uh, the giant podcasting networks uh serious radio and so on and so forth um, no, it is not big business here. Uh, there are podcasts uh, that I am aware of uh, that make money. Uh, they are they basically parrot magazines like What's On and Where Magazine. Um, uh, they make a lot of ad revenue, you know, with, with that, and 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 good on them. Uh, but uh, I cannot say they are big business. Uh, Vegas.com is a is a large dot com uh, uh, production out here. They do a lot of uh, uh, content, including podcasting. Now they probably make a lot of money. It is not big business. Um, does podcasting have a future? I don't know if uh, Jenny James meant podcasting have a future in Vegas or if she meant in general. But we, uh, you know, I'll answer both questions and then ask John. Um, podcasting in Vegas have a big future? No, I, I don't think so. Um, I ultimately think, although we have a wonderful time and love all of our listeners, I do think that ultimately Las Vegas is a it has a pattern a repeatable pattern it has a finite subject matter and i think ultimately although john and i have a tremendous number of stories in our pockets um i i think uh we ultimately you know we 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 would start to repeat ourselves um and i think that's the very same for every podcast out there uh and uh it's just podcasting hit big it started to have traction in 2012, hit pretty big in 2014, had its best year in 2017. 2018 is a transition year, I think, for podcasting in general. Um, and because everybody and their brother now can podcast. Uh, uh, the, the equipment is relatively cheap. Uh, the production, you can do a pretty good job, you know, uh, in your own garage. Uh, but um, uh, I think ultimately people are going to demand um, a better narrative. They're going to demand better production quality. And, and there's going to be tech that's going to come along and, and demand something different. And so I, I, I think podcasting is... is um, Oh, I'm not going to say it's a fad. I think it's going to be an alterable and a malleable tech that uh, that has has five year stints. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's going to be some where they, like you said, they're they're doing it in their garage. Uh, they'll run out of ambition or interest, uh, or they find that the readership they don't have, they, they run out of things to say. Yeah, I think that's the other thing that we, you know we were we talk about in Las Vegas about here is that it. The town is always changing, so there always seems to be something else to say. But at some point, people say, "Yeah, yeah. it's the same old bullshit." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that 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 is an issue, kind of like in the in the in the early days of of the internet. Everybody had a had a website, right? And you know, and then over time, those those things die out. And which is really which is really interesting, though, is that you know a lot of those old old websites that people have abandoned, um, the URLs are still active. So you yeah, can find exactly. some of these. Holy shit. Look at that. It's got blinking, you know, it's got blinking gifts and everything like yeah. that. Nothing ever uh, dies on the no, net. So yeah, I think yeah. it will it will die down and in both in the sense that people will stop doing them. 
Um, but I do see it myself as, as the next evolution, really, of just talk radio. Yes. I used to be people listen to it in the car. I think it's what most people listen to this podcast and other ones is when they're in the car um, and they're driving somewhere. And they're people. The one thing that we don't have is is the uh, real-time live interaction where somebody's calling in, you're screening a caller. Right. And they usually say the same thing that what you just read out there. I'll listen to your show. Thanks. Uh, you, you know, you stink or whatever, or you guys are right. funny. And here's my question, and and then you, there's a repartee on that. So. Yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Is podcasting biz, big business in general? Yes, of course it is, yeah. uh, because corporations realized, holy shit, yeah, there's some money to be made here. Uh, and uh, but I just I don't think I, I don't think that um, the Vegas market. I think the Vegas market is going to be glad to share network space with other larger networks but as far as being a network itself I, I i don't have confidence in it not not yet something may change but uh uh, uh i do i do um think that podcasting i absolutely agree with you john i think podcasting is an evolution um and i think there there's going to be the next one i'm not sure uh you know barcodes and chips in our neck and microphones in our teeth i mean maybe we won't need any of this equipment we can just walk around and talk yeah uh, and you know i say that with tongue in cheek but you know that you know our cell phones are exactly that yeah you know people are now have the capabilities of of having a small microphone on their on their uh, phones uh doing interviews they're you know they're what, citizen journalists yeah. you know and 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 uh, live facebook live facebook yeah. uh yeah and oh gosh people uh, stop with the live facebook stuff yeah. uh, you're you're killing us all and all the gamers uh, please have your own network go back to twitch get off of facebook get off of everything else uh but um no the tech is changing tech is always changing but i think um our the the mobility of podcasts that's the next evolution we're gonna have we're gonna have podcasts uh that are live streamed live audio from the 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 great wall of china yeah, you know, John yeah. and Jamie from the Wall of China. Here That's we are. Yeah, here we are. And we're going to be irritating people that, in China. <laughs> the thing that that won't die, and and I think the ones that will survive, is it, it will it'll get back down to the content. What is it that you're talking about? Why should I listen to this? And if the content is at least interesting, mm-hmm. um, then I think that will survive because we are we are social creatures yes. and we do enjoy conversation, which is sadly really kind of dying out, particularly with with uh, texting. Yeah. Now, texting, although it is a written form, uh, in terms of in, in breaking down the discourse of it, it, it is it is more like speaking. Uh, in terms of of the the way that it is co-constructed, but it just really doesn't happen. It might seem like it happens in real time, mm-hmm. but it takes me time to sit there and type out the next goddamn message, right? And send it, and I'm not right. real fast with that. <laughs> and in the meantime, that's why I didn't like these when you have more than one person. Yeah. What, it was a uh, shit. What I was going to write is now obsolete because it's already been said, or, yes. or or that question was answered, and now it's just like I just wasted some my time doing this. Right. You know, so, um, right. but, but yeah, it's going to come down to, do you have something interesting to say or some interesting comment or some perspective on it yeah. that would be worth my time to listen to it? Well, uh, then, you know, we'll, we'll wrap it up here and I'll, I'll say one thing uh, that, that I have to say, the one thing that I've learned in, in over, uh, well over a year now um, of podcasting is that I am, I am uh, both amazed and humbled that anyone wants to listen. Uh, you know, a lot of people jump on there and just think it's a it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, you put a couple of hashtags in there. You put a couple of you know you you beef up your metadata, and anybody's going to give a rat's ass. That's not true. Uh, it's actually quite difficult to attain listeners and 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 then maintain them and and to stay interesting, and oh gosh, stay relevant. Yeah. And so I am I am extremely humbled by the fact that that John and I have have people around the globe. That that take the time out of their day, which which uh, the the number of hours in the day seem seem to be shrinking, um, and and listen to us, and engage with us, and comment, good or bad, I don't care. Uh, so so uh, that is why we do things like we did in this episode, a little bit longer episode. But we want to thank everyone for their questions. I can only put so many because John and I get long winded answers. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for all the comments. 
all of the concerns, everything that you ask about, ask us about Vegas and beyond. Uh, and we really, truly do appreciate yes, that. Uh, uh, check in with us on our blog, the, the podbaydoor.wordpress.com for all the extras. Thank you to our sponsor today, cwodesigns.com. If you love wine and love custom uh, woodworking and everything else, check those guys out. They really are pretty cool. Uh, but uh, for John, this is Jamie. We will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Pod Bay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Pod Bay Door is closed and... Talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you are watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.